You're listening to Hardwired with Jeff Wickwire. Here's what's coming up in today's edition. The psalmist tells us that advice is going to come from one of two sources, guaranteed, the ungodly or God's word. Now, how simple is that? Advice is going to come from one of two sources, the ungodly, and if it's the ungodly, it can also have a demonic source. It can even be demonic, but if not demonic, it's carnal and it's ungodly. So it's going to come from an ungodly source or from God's word and somebody following God's word. But we're all being advised. I'm advising you right now. In our world, we are constantly being yanked in every direction on what to believe. It comes from so many sources that oftentimes it's easy to make certain lies seem okay. Today in his message, Pastor Jeff wants you to know that the only wisdom worth investing in is the Word of God. Anything of this world will only seek to tear you down as it slowly dies away like everything else. Invest in what matters most, everlasting life in the kingdom of God. Make your hustle matter and experience your true calling. Well, let's join Pastor Jeff in his series, The Top Four Prophets of Future, as he begins his message, Who Speaks Into Your Life. Amen. Boy, it so matters who you listen to, who I listen to. God gave us eyelids, but he didn't give us earlids. The only thing you can do when you're hearing something you shouldn't is walk away and protect the ear gate. Protect the ear gate, protect your heart gate, protect who you're listening to. Uh, uh, be very, very careful who you allow, who you grant the authority to speak into your life. Be very careful. Now, notice the psalmist here is real concerned about who we're listening to, who we're getting our advice from, who's speaking into our life. Because whoever is speaking into our life is addressing everything that it pertains to life and living. Uh, your lifestyle as a whole. Who's instructing your lifestyle and mine? Who's guiding us so that we, we have the lifestyle that we have? Because all of us are listening to somebody, I promise you. All of us uh, are listening to some, usually plural, several voices that we have granted the authority to instruct us about life and living. Who are we listening to about morals? ethics, spiritual things, spiritual realities, spiritual truth. How about God? Who's talking to us about God? Uh, uh, sex, marriage, relationships. Who's instructing us about the things around which our lives revolve? These are all matters of life, and we all receive counsel and instruction from some source or sources about all these things. Did you know that one of the ways people ruin their lives is by listening to ungodly counsel and advice? That's one way to fast track your life into ruin by listening to advice that is not godly. Blessed is the man that walks not after the counsel, the advice of the ungodly. And one of the ways that people enrich their lives is by listening to the right voices, the right advice, the right counsel. The same way that it will ruin your life is if it's the wrong voice, it will enrich your life if, if it's the right voice. If it's, if it's springing from and sourced in the Word of God, that's the main thing. Does who we're listening to, is their voice, is their counsel, is their advice 
in line with the Bible. Because the Bible is the greatest psychology book, greatest counseling book, greatest advice book, the greatest instruction manual for living on the whole planet. The Bible. So, so I, wanna, I want us to consider today, let me, just, let me ask, who has your ear? Uh, who are you trusting to speak into your life? Um, who carries counseling cred with you? You know, a celebrity, a sports hero, successful business person, some self-appointed self-help guru, a life coach. I don't even know what that is. Everybody's a life coach these days. And even some pastors are advertising their life coaches. I don't know. I'm just a, I'm just a preacher and teacher and communicator of the word. Um, yeah, I hope that I'm dispensing life, but I ain't no coach. But we listen to so many voices these days. So who's instructing you and me? Who, who are we listening to and then going, that's what I need to do about this area of my life. That's how I need to walk. That's where I need to go. That's how I need to behave. That's what I need to believe. Who do you think has it all going on um, that you put your trust in to pattern your lifestyle after their advice. Have you ever stopped to think about that? You know, sometimes there's so many voices out there, radio, TV, movie, film, books, magazines, social media, Facebook, all these different things where people are always dispensing advice. Sometimes we'll get a little bit of advice and we don't even know we got it. We're trucking down the road. We're listening to something on the radio. You got some talk show going on and somebody says one sentence that is advice about life and living, something about morals, something about relationships, something about marriage, and you don't even know that it found its way into your soul and it affects a future decision of yours. The psalmist tells us that advice is going to come from one of two sources, guaranteed, the ungodly or God's word. Now, how simple is that? Advice is going to come from one of two sources, the ungodly, and if it's the ungodly, it can also have a demonic source. It can even be demonic, but if not demonic, it's carnal and it's ungodly. So it's going to come from an ungodly source or from God's word and somebody following God's word. But we're all being advised. I'm advising you right now. And I guarantee you before the day's out, you're going to get advice from other sources. So we're to be very, very uh, discerning and selective about how we, who we allow to speak into our life because somebody's going to. If you're going to succeed in life, if you're going to make progress or fulfill God's purpose for your life, you're going to have to listen to godly counsel. It's got to be godly counsel, all right? Now, let me give you some sources of godly counsel. Here they are. Parents, yep, not all parents, but some. Christian leaders, mature Christians, people with experience, and especially you're going to get counsel from God's word. Every day I get up, I grab my coffee, which God made on the eighth day, and said it is good. And I head straight for my little place where I every day get with God. And I open up that Bible. Why am I opening that Bible? Because I want the counsel of God 
for my day. I want to get God's counsel before I face the world, the flesh, and the devil. I want God's counsel. I want God's advice. I, I want to hear God. I, want, I need it every day. I don't just need it on Sunday. I need it every day. Sometimes twice a day. Sometimes thrice a day. Because I know if I'm going to succeed, he says, everything you do will prosper if you're meditating on godly advice all day long. Wow. Listen to God's promise to his own people. I will give you leaders after my own heart who will guide you with wisdom and understanding. God says, I know that godly counsel is so important. I'm going to raise up leaders that will speak godly counsel and advice into your life. And that's only one source because God knows how much we need advice and how many different voices are vying for our attention. Even in spiritual warfare, Proverbs 24, 6, by wise counsel, you will wage your own war. And in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. There's a safety wall around you when you surround yourself with the right kind of counsel, the right kind of advice, the right voices. There has never been in the history of the world, I promise you, Never in the history of the world, more voices seeking to give you and I counsel and advice than today. Never. TV talk shows, movies, radio, magazines, books, countless voices all over social media. They are everywhere in social media. Everybody wants your ear. Everybody wants to counsel you, advise you, prophesy to you, teach you. Rumble, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, Reddit, Facebook, everywhere. And they all contain voices of advice and counsel. Go this way, go that way, think this, think that, do this, do that. Here's what you need to believe about this, that, and the other. From the very minute you're out of bed and you return to bed that night, you're going to be bombarded with messaging. Messaging containing advice and counsel. It's everywhere. You've got a little app, Messenger. 30 years ago, uh, you would have experienced, on an average day, 2,000 messages coming at you. 2,000 ad messages. 30 years ago. Not too long ago, 30 years ago. 2,000 ad messages a day bombarded your mind. Buy this, buy that, do this, do that, think this, think that. Constantly. But today, 5,000 in one day. 5,000 messages in one day coming at you. Here's what you believe about moral things. Here's what you believe about gender things. Here's what you believe about marital things. Here's what you believe about money stuff. It's coming at you all the time. Here's what's morally acceptable. Uh, They promote various ungodly lifestyles, and they typically almost always slam the Christian faith. Amen. Most ads, most of the messaging out there is contrary to your faith and mine. It will not encourage you to walk with Jesus. It will not encourage you to live according to the Bible. It will encourage you to go the other direction. Most of the messaging that's coming at you, and it seeps in through your ears, your eyes, your heart, all day long. 
You got to be selective, careful, discerning, watchful. We got Oprah on satellite radio peddling new age all day long. Dr. Phil on TV offering up advice on all kinds of moral issues from his own opinion, and most of the times he's in left field. But we consider him a cultural sage, a a cultural wise man. And I'm not here to slam Dr. Phil, but I got to tell you, he's not my sage. Neither is Oprah, neither is any other celebrity. No, no, no. I got one sage. His name is Jesus. One sage. One wise man. And anybody following him, I will listen to. But if you're not following him, I don't know. The entire celebrity culture pushes everything and anything contrary to God's word. And here's the message behind the messaging. Here is that little, that little hidden message behind most of the messaging coming at us today to advise us about life and living. If you want to be accepted and you want to be popular and you want to be in and you want to be with it and you want to be up to speed and you want to be smart, then this is what you need to believe and embrace. And if you don't, you're not cool. You're not acceptable. You'll never be popular. We will never accept you. Listen, fine with me. I play for an audience of one. Can I say that again? I play for an audience of one. I don't care what they think. Why do I care what they think? I used to care all the time what people thought. Now I realize, getting a little older in life and going on in life, uh, within five years, all those people you were worried about, they've gone here, thither, and yon. They're not in your life anymore. Don't even matter anymore. So thank God I didn't pattern my life after what they expected because now they're not even there. Now, the the vast bulk of daily messaging that you and I receive, advice, counsel, about everything, comes straight from the world. And the same world that rejects your Savior, your Bible, and your Christian faith. So I want you to remember what the Bible says about the world. Let's put it up there. John writes these words. What does he say? First five words. Read it with me. Now, you say, well, Pastor Jeff, I love the world, and I'll chime in and I'll say with you, I do too in this respect. I love the creation. I'm amazed with what God made. I love every morning going out and listening to the birds sing. I think that anything that is alive, moving, breathing is a miracle from God. I'm amazed at what God made. But that's not what he means by this world. Do not love this world system that is designed against God, that stands against Christ, that will never encourage you to walk with God, that will always pull you into sin, that is carnal, that is lost, that, is, that it has walked away from God. Jesus called the devil the prince of this world. He said, that's what I'm not to love. I'm not to love the Christ-rejecting, God-hating system that is this world. And John says, you do, if you love that world, then at that moment, you don't have the love of the Father in you. I can't shake hands with that world out there and have God amen my life. So that's what he's talking about. James echoed the same thought. James said, if you want to be a friend of the world, You make yourself an enemy of God. What? 
an enemy of God. If I'm going to shake the world's hand, that world that hates Christ, hates the Bible, hates purity, hates everything the Bible teaches, if I'm going to shake hands with that world, then I am at war with God. And anything that that world counsels me about, if it's coming from that world, that's why the psalmist said, don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Don't follow the advice of the wicked. Don't listen to that advice. Don't let yourself be advised in life. Uh, Every genuine child of God is commanded to get their advice and counsel from God's word. Delight yourself in the law of the Lord and meditate on that word day and night. Amen. Another translation says, instead of listening to the advice of the ungodly, love the Lord's teachings and think about them day and night. What do you have to say about gender, Lord? What do you have to say about homosexuality? Can I shoot straight today? What do you have to say about this issue and that? What does the Bible teach about it? Because what the Bible teaches about it, listen, it's right every time. It's right every time. So instead of listening to the advice of the ungodly, love the Lord's teachings and think about them day and night and night and day. Mull on them, chew on them, consider them, ponder them. Think about what God said about those major areas of life. Where are you getting your counsel from? Rock stars? Celebrities because they're popular? I don't follow anybody because they're popular. A lot of times the most popular people are the ones the most messed up. I don't follow somebody because they got a bunch of degrees in their name. I've known PhDs that were dumb. As far as, let me put it this way, they got a lot of knowledge, but no wisdom. Our colleges today are filled with knowledge, but no wisdom. They can teach you how to do a thing, but they, don't, they, they are not to be listened to regarding life and living, instruction, instruction for morals and ethics and money. There's no wisdom. This is why I've called who you're listening to one of the four prophets of your life. Whoever you're listening to sets the trajectory for your future. The advice you listen to today plays a big part in your tomorrow, where you land, how you land, who you land with, where you're going. And we shouldn't be so naive, everybody, to believe just because you're a born-again Christian, you can't listen to the wrong voice. Can I wake you up today? You can be as saved as the day is long, spirit-filled, walking in miracles and all kinds of things, and listen to the wrong voice. You can walk with God 10, 20, 30 years or more and still stumble into listening to the wrong counsel. I've seen people that have been Christians their whole life open their ears up to bad counsel, and it totally soured them and embittered them to the faith, and they walked away because they were listening to the wrong voice. Proverbs 12, 26, the way of the wicked will lead you astray. Counsel the wicked will lead you astray. Those innocent little statements that people make on TV about some area of life can just lead you astray. 
Proverbs 1.5, a man of understanding will seek out wise counsel. If you've got understanding, you're going to look for counsel that comes from the Bible. One example in Scripture of a man that followed bad counsel and lost everything, and let me tell you quickly his story. Solomon is called the wisest man on earth in his day. Solomon. But in his older years, it's so sad. He did everything right until he got older. Then when he got older, the Bible says the wrong kind of women carried his heart away from bad counsel. Solomon, come on, there's not just one God to worship. You can worship other gods. Worship our God. Uh, Baal, Ashtoreth, worship these idol gods with us. God doesn't care. It's okay. And he ended up doing that very thing. And he, he drifted from God. And when he died, a divided king left a divided kingdom. And he had a son named Rehoboam. And Rehoboam was immediately coronated. He was the heir apparent. So uh, he was immediately made king. And you read about him in 1 Kings chapter 11 and 12. Uh, You read about Rehoboam. And immediately following his coronation, the people approached him with one request. They said, Rehoboam, we're so glad you're king. Now that's, I'm, I'm adding that. Welcome to the club. Great, great that you're king. But your father was a hard master. So lighten the heavy taxes that your father imposed on us. And if you do that, we're going to follow you, serve you for the rest of our days. You got us. If you'll just cut us a little bit of slack, we need some lighter tax. We need some tax relief. So he said, give me a little time. I'm going to get some counsel. So he went straight to the elders that his father had listened to. And he told them the story. This is what they want. And here's what the wise older elders said to him. If you give them a pleasant reply and agree to be good to them and serve them well, you can be their king forever. You know what that was? That was biblical, that was wise, and that was godly counsel. But Rehoboam refused the old men's counsel and called in the young men with whom he had grown up. So he called in his peers. He called in his running buddies. He called in his friends. And he gave them the request. He wanted to be popular. He wanted to be accepted. He wanted to be received. He did not want to be rejected by his peers, by his own. And that's such a powerful force. We all want to be accepted by our peers. We all want to be popular. We don't want our friends saying to us, what's the matter with you? Why are you living this way? Why do you believe this? And peer pressure can literally squeeze half the life out of you. But they advise him this way. Tell them, if you think my father was hard on you, well, I'll be harder Yes, my father was harsh, but I'll be harsher. My father used whips on you, but I'll use scorpions. Everybody say, stuck on stupid. And he went to the people and repeated his friend's words. And the Bible says when the people realized that he meant business, that he really meant it, because at first they didn't even believe him. And he was refusing to listen to them. They began shouting, down with David and all of his relatives, let's go home, let Rehoboam be king of his own family, and they all deserted him. Now watch this, listening to the wrong ungodly advice, he lost everything. They all walked away. 
10 of the 12 tribes. He was left with Judah and Benjamin. That's it. The vast majority of his kingdom walked away. We all have influences in our lives. It could be a mentor, a friend, or even a piece of artwork. But no matter what, it makes an impact on who we are in the world. Today in his message, Pastor Jeff wants you to know that if you want your life to matter, you need to put the right influences in your life. The more you listen to the world's idea of success, the less fulfilled you'll feel inside. Become the person you've always wanted to be by letting God's love penetrate your heart. We'd love for you to have additional resources. Here's Diane with more. For more teachings and information about this ministry, we encourage you to check out hardwired.org. Pastor Jeff Wickwire has many more messages there. You'll find them under the audio tab. This will surely help you be encouraged in the Word. Once again, that's hardwired.org. We want to invite you to come back again next time for another teaching from Pastor Jeff. Daniel has more on that, giving you something to look forward to. In your walk with Jesus, have you ever been conflicted on who to listen to? Is there any wisdom from the world that we should take to heart? How bad could it be? In his next message, Pastor Jeff wants you to know that no matter how good it may look on the outside, the wisdom of the world will always serve to fail you. If you want to remain the person that you know you are, never let God's wisdom leave your heart. Remain committed to the cause of Christ. That's all the time we have for today. Thanks for tuning in for this edition of Hardwired with Jeff Wickwire. You can listen to more messages from this and other books of the Bible by visiting hardwired.org. Join us next time to continue Pastor Jeff's series, The Top Four Prophets of Future, right here on Hardwired.